of the bad taste video podcast i am mike and i am grizz and we are back for our christmas episode a very special episode uh, unfortunately anthony had to work again but he will be back next week yeah. for our new year's episode yeah, dude's working this <laughs> tons of holidays hours, right now hey man he has to when you when you do like freelance videography and all that you you gotta you know go Dude, where the work is on the grind man. you gotta get it done Gotta get it done. Hell yeah. Uh, so, so this week we watched a uh, an actual Christmas movie this time that really, <laughs> you know, there's a this this just has a lot to do with Christmas, I guess. Uh, we watched Feeders 2 Sleigh Bells. Oh yeah. And this is this is such a hard Christmas movie, dude. It is sold from start to finish. It's fantastic. I I, uh, I was quite pleasantly surprised by this movie <laughs> you know i was too I, I watched a trailer before we got into it and i was like holy shit what are we getting into and i absolutely adore this film so yeah it's not bad i think this is now going to be a regular watch for me <laughs> uh, i had to watch year. it maybe like i think i watched it like three times for the episode yeah like I, between, I watched it twice you know, for sure so yeah yeah like between like so we don't just watch it once and then that's it. I have to like pull the sound clips and then you watch it again and you try to make sure you don't miss anything. Then you watch it once more and you're taking notes while you're watching it. And sometimes it's it's a real chore to get yeah. through some of these this movies. This one was a treat, you, man. Yeah, this one it, it felt it it was it's pretty short, right? This has to only be like a seventy minute movie. Yeah, I think or it clocks like in at about an hour ten total with credits and everything. So. Yeah, it says it says eighty minutes on the back of the box, but uh, I think that's including like I don't know. <laughs> this wasn't eighty minutes, I don't think. That's a that's a but, snub. Uh, yeah, yeah, but like usually it's a chore, and this one like I felt like it flew by. It was really quite enjoyable, and I've never seen the first one, um, but now I think I'm gonna see. That is something I that I made sure of is I, I went and I watched the first one after watching this one uh, yesterday because I was so in love with it and the cheesiness and everything. I was like, I have to see the first one. Although there's a cutback scene in this film, which basically shows you the entire gist of the I was, first film. So. I was going to say, uh, I've never seen the first one, but they do a really good job <laughs> with the flashback. And I feel like I know everything about yeah, the first movie. You do, like, I, I could tell you the plot you. of the first movie. We'll get into that when we uh, talk about the movie. But <laughs> this one was released on June 8th, 1998. But uh, Feeders 1 was released on... Uh, I don't have an exact date here, but it, it's 1996. So they made these pretty close to each other. Um, would you say that the first movie was filmed the same way as the second? Or Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, you know, coming from last week where we were watching the Todd Sheets film, uh, you could tell, you know, obviously this is a few years later, but the camera... Uh, and the lighting, the audio, everything about these two films was so much better as far as shot on video <laughs> quality. You could understand everything that people were saying. So, and you helped. actually knew you knew the characters' names. Yeah, I could. <laughs> it was easy to. There was a story I could follow. I was in love. So, so uh, my VHS. Did you buy this on VHS? No, right? Yeah, I, 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 this is in the mail oh, right oh, now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, that was released in 1999, so I wonder where it was shown first. Well, what I do know about these two films is that it uh, was picked up by Blockbuster because of all of like the success that Independence Day was having and stuff. And this wow. became like a huge blockbuster hit for their store, like a number one wow, rental. Wow, really? So, yeah. Wait, wait, this this movie? Yeah, this 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 Feeders, Feeders One and Feeders Two were both like basically Blockbuster's babies. Wow, I didn't know that. Who would have thought really a cool. shit company would have had this awesome, you know, film in their catalog? I know, this is so funny that I 
I like can't believe it, but I guess I kind of can. <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> a better time. So this, oh, yeah. So this was <laughs> written. Uh, this was written by Mark Polonia, uh, but he was using the name Storm Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great porn name. <laughs> and uh, it it was directed by him and his brother uh, John Twin Polonia. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Mark unfortunately passed away in 2008, uh, 39 years old. That's pretty sad. No, it's actually John, no idea. John that passed away in, uh, in Oh, it was John? Oh, yeah, Mark is the sorry. surviving member. Sorry. No, no, that's cool. I'm sorry I just, if I you know. scared you. I'm sorry if I scared you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's you know, searching the IMDb right now. So. I don't think anybody's searching the no, IMDb. I doubt that. <laughs> only, only us assholes would do something like that. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they were they were twins. They were born in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. And when I read that, I was like, Johnstown. That sounds so familiar. Oh yeah. What what is relevant to Johnstown? Can you can you think <laughs> I, of anything? I'm I'm a Buffalo kid, dude. I don't know what the fuck happens in Johnstown. Okay, so in Dawn of the Dead, the 1978 uh, version, when they're in the helicopter, they're going over all those hillbillies. <laughs> And they and uh, Flyboy says like, "Oh, we're pretty close to Johnstown." So, dude, you're such that's a like a call nerd, to their hometown. Anything to do I, with dude, zombies. I, I I have the uh, remarkable ability to just pull these quotes, <laughs> <laughs> and I even checked it before um, before we started recording, and I like went right directly to the part in like one swipe. I was like, "Wow, I have a problem." <laughs> But that was always like that growing up was my comfort movie was Dawn of the Dead. I would put that on like if it was like, you know, a huge blizzard outside and I off from school the next day. Yeah, I'd watch I'd watch fucking Dawn of the Dead. I'd watch like the three hour fucking version. Well, it's like the uh, this movie says in a line, man, everything was fine until we hit Pennsylvania. Yeah. All the bad shit happens in Pennsylvania. All the all, but actually, it is, I can't say that because all like some of the best no. times I've ever had have been in Pennsylvania. Well, it is the VHS capital of the world, yeah, that's Pennsylvania. Right. Why? I don't know. You know what's funny? A lot of those uh, early, well, not early distributors, but like the shit distributors, and you know, um, like Video Treasures, that type of shit. They were all based around me. Oh, I'm not like surprised. on Long Island. It's so weird. I was like. There's got to be like a stockpile of this shit somewhere. One of like my some favorites, storage uh, unit. Regal Video, they were out in New York City, so they're down by you. There's got to be a shitload of those tapes somewhere. Some basement somewhere, there's a fucking crate of these things waiting to be unpacked like an Indiana Jones. Covered in, <laughs> covered in mold at this point in a basement. <laughs> yeah, ah, you never know, man. <laughs> Fingers crossed. So um, their first big film, the Polonia Brothers, was, like we were saying before we started recording, Splatter Farm. And yeah, wrote and started is, filming that in high school. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. They were in high school when they uh, started that. That's a pretty iconic shot on video movie. Uh, can I say it's good? Depends. Depends what your uh, your meaning of good is. Well, I think <laughs> if, if you watch the original VHS release of that, uh, you're you're gonna get that kind of discombobulated, you know, shot on video movie from that era. But they did the director's cut, uh, I want to say maybe 2003, it might be a different year, but I know sometime recently they did a director's cut of it that they put out on a DVD, and I think that release is way more understandable, and it's a, it's a lot more enjoyable to watch. So, the original was, I think, a Donna Michelle, right? Yep, Donna Michelle put that out. And then, uh, I have, like, a re-release that they did recently, where you get, like, the Blu-ray and then, like, a copy of the VHS tape. Yeah, that's, that's what a I legitimate... think about the... I, I wonder if that's the director's I wonder cut. if that's it. I wonder if it says it on here. Hold on, let me take a look. No, it's just, like, a direct, uh... What's it called? Scan of the original. Yeah, like a repo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it says Donna Michelle and everything on. <laughs> Speaking of Donna Michelle, there's a, a, one of the actors that is more in the first movie, but he does play a small role in this one. Yes. Uh, John McBride, who you guys might know if you're big uh, horror fans from such movies as Cannibal Campout, Woodchipper Massacre, which is also on Donna Michelle. He also was in Blades. Oh, yeah. That was a yeah, trauma yeah. film, wasn't it? Um, and you know which one I saw that was really funny? He was in The Running Man. Oh, like really? Like the fucking Schwarzenegger movie. Come yeah, on, really? I would have. That's crazy. Dude, locker room viewer. 
<laughs> I mean, with, with the acting chops that he has, I mean, I'm surprised he didn't go farther. That's you know what's funny though, like out of all those movies that you listed, besides obviously The Running Man, <laughs> this I enjoyed this more than all of them. I enjoyed Feeders too more than than Splatter Farm. Yeah, that, I enjoy Feeders too a lot, and I think the only one that I think was kind of comparable for my enjoyment is Woodchipper Massacre. But I, I mean, it's this does outdoes that. I think because this is the holiday movie, watching it right now really was awesome. I mean, you start with just so many just like B-roll shots of just Christmas nostalgia being shoved down your throat. So, it, And especially for us being in the northeast of, you know, the United States, like it looked like where you lived. Dude, it felt like my neighborhood. Maybe, I felt like I was looking out yeah. my fucking window. It was wild. Maybe add about like six feet of snow for you. No, actually, you know, we got green grass still here in Buffalo. Fingers crossed. Oh, baby. shit. We're doing Not good. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, a couple movies that I do like a lot by the Polonia Brothers also uh, The House That Screamed 1 and 2. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Very good. Um, they also did, uh, you ever see Bad Magic from 1998? I am seriously looking for a copy of Bad Magic. If you have one, Yo, hit my hit my face or my Instagram up. I'll take care Kane of you. Underscore that. enabler. That's right. I'll take care of you. Uh, you know what else they did that I I didn't know. I've never seen this film, but I heard it talked about uh, by a couple people. Peter Rottentail. <laughs> I, I was from, just reading about that this morning. Yeah, two thousand four. Yeah, and uh, Land Shark. I think that was on like the Sci Fi Channel. Yeah, they. I mean, the Pony Brothers here uh, before you know John's passing and stuff. They really came into their own with that like sci-fi niche, kind of monster sci, you know, horror kind of movie type of thing like that. A lot of dinosaur movies. I just picked up one that we're probably going to be doing later in the year. Uh, Saurians that looks like the best Jurassic Park ripoff you could possibly see. So we'll get into that at some point. They were basically the asylum before the asylum existed. Yeah, like, absolutely. Before the sci fi channel existed. <laughs> I mean, together, the brothers have over 40 plus films under their directing and uh, production credits. So, they, I mean, they have their hands in so many things. And this wasn't even their job. No. This wasn't even like their, this was just like a thing that they love to do, which is awesome that they, like, just didn't care. That's why I love Shot on Video, man. We were saying, you just get to see people's uh, ideas. As and they're always in their own movies. Yeah. And you get to see these aliens, like you get to see here in Feeders 2, oh which basically God. look like styrofoam balls with like googly <laughs> eyes glued to their heads with like coat hanger fucking arms and shit. It's, it's the best yeah. worst you can get, honestly. This is a, a very entertaining movie. But uh, we do have Mark Polonia playing Mark. Uh, playing Mark, playing Alan in this, uh, our main character, our dad figure, right? Yep. The mustache and everything. Uh, Maria Russo as Bernice. A.K.A. the potato. Then, as you, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks like a human potato. And then uh, Courtney Polonia, which I guess is Mark Polonia's daughter. Yes, correct. I would I would guess, yeah. Uh, plays daughter. Nailed <laughs> And then it. we have a, a little kid named Anthony Thomas. That's the son I like his acting. He's like off the rails in this. This kid is hyped up. <laughs> Honestly, um, I think some of the kids' acting is some of the best acting in the entire movie, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, John McBride, like you said, plays Derek in the flashback and also uh, in like the interrogation, whatever the hell. Like he's giving his statements of mm -hmm. what happened. Santa, Todd Carpenter. Like a Russian could, Santa could, or some shit. That, that's weird. Bad boy. Yeah, we're going to get into that. <laughs> and then Evil, Evil Allen. Uh, well, he's not Evil Allen. Well, what's his name? John in the original? Yeah. Uh, Evil John is played by John Polonia. <laughs> right on the mark. Dude, I'm already, dude, I'm going to mess up these guys' names all night long. This so a, just... a weird thing about that, too, about the first film and the connection to the second film is uh, they kind of... There, there's a recurring characters like the potato wife she's in the first film and she dies in that movie but they don't like address any of that obviously in this film so you're gonna see well, you, you know, have people that you uh, had seen in the first one and this one and it's almost like a standalone there's they, they tie it together a little bit but there's there's definitely some of its, of its own thing going on 
It's like a Return of the Living Dead type deal. Perfect example. Yes. Where everybody just comes back in the second yeah, there's, movie. There's no need to this explain feels, that shit. Yeah, this feels familiar, like we've been here before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that shit. So, uh, let's see. There was a trailer that I found. It kind of sounded like shit and didn't tell you anything anyway. So, I'm just going to play a little bit of the end credits and uh, well, title card sequence for you. The uh, real interesting rock theme that they have. I enjoy it's this. It's like a weird... Yeah, yeah. It's like a weird, like, prog rock <laughs> kind of thing. So let me hit that and we'll get into the movie. So we are here with Feeders 2, uh, the most interesting alien movie I've ever seen, that's for sure. <laughs> it's probably my favorite alien movie, coming from somebody who fucking hates sci-fi movies, and yeah, crucify me, I fucking hate sci-fi movies, but this wow. is amazing. <laughs> so uh, Feeders 2 is um, basically about the alien creatures from Feeders 1 coming back for round 2. And this time, they have a little competition, right? Somebody's out to get them. Oh, I would say so. They, a little uh, they, holiday they uh, fucked, nemesis. Yeah, they fucked with the wrong guy. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, so before we like really get into it, can we do, let's talk a little bit more about what these aliens look like and what they sound like. <laughs> um, Total mismatch, that's for sure. They're like definitely like dolls of some sort, like the things that they made. They're probably about what two feet tall. They oh, have like super skinny legs, like the California raisins, right? With the arms. There's even a scene where like Alan like knocks one out, kind of in the basement, and he picks it up, and he's like, "This is the ugliest goddamn doll I've ever seen." So like, it, it's just seriously like, it looks like duct tape with coat hangers and a styrofoam ball taped to the top of it. It's the best shit ever. It's it's like just 
there's it doesn't move at all. It's just them like shaking it, right? Like it's uh, <laughs> yeah. And then like when the uh, things make a noise, they sound like this. <laughs> I love the hand scenes where you just see like this like fucking coat hanger hand come out and like push stuff around and everything. <laughs> it's the best. It looks like it gives the finger at one point. Oh uh, yeah, I think it does. <laughs> They, like the uh, they're fingers. killed rather easily. They're not like insanely, uh, you know, hard to kill, but they they eat their victims, right? Partially eaten, they find these people. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're getting into it right here now in the movie, and this is like one of the first deaths that you see in the film is the uh, the alien eating the the cat. And all you see is like the cat sitting there. Then all of a sudden, like a bloody hairball hits the wall and it's dripping down and everything. I, I just love that simplicity of they that. Can- they kill the cat in this. They kill the dog in this. Yeah, and they, they both. But they're not upsetting because they look so fake. Yeah, that's true. That it's it's funny. Like the dog one, you see the tail wagging, and that's you can it. tell that like there's there's somebody like right outside of the frame, like wagging the tail of the dog <laughs> with their fingers. Like <laughs> my favorite um, part about the cat death was just that like chunk of cat that was on the floor after, where it was just like skin yeah. in the head. It was so Fluffy. badly done. <laughs> well, I think yeah, the dog's name was Fluffy. Fluffy. Uh, the cat's name was Fluffy. Sorry, Fluffy had a fucking broken uh, arm too, man. The aliens were just no the dog. Down. No, the dog. The dog had the broken arm. <laughs> yeah, dude. The cat was fine until the aliens got her. Yeah, him. And then they, and then they yeah then they killed the old lady, the old neighbor. Yeah, the old lady came down looking just for like, the cat and uh, lights out for yeah, her as yeah. well. Bernice is just like, yeah, must must be taking a shower. Is that what she said? Or going shopping? It was like a minute later. Yeah, I could t- yeah. you know these these tapes are rough. The audio is a little hard to hear. <laughs> if like you use like your Amazon Fire Stick, and like you have it in your TV, you have that set to like the volume to twenty. And then like with these tapes, I have it on like fifty five. It's blasting with my like receiver turned up too, you can and you can still, still barely hear it. Hear it. Yeah. Yeah, whenever I, like, when I sent you that zombie rampage, uh, I had to, like, jack that volume up. Like, <laughs> Well, the audio crazy. on that was rough to begin with, so that was a lost yeah, cause. Yeah, yeah. Well, the audio was very good on this. <laughs> I got to say, for a shot-on-video film, uh, it looks, you know, obviously like shot-on-video, but the sound was very good. You could hear everything. Like, it was clear dialogue. It wow. was, like I know. said, man, and especially what I liked about it was the lighting. They, they have such an understanding of how to light scenes way more so than I think a lot of the other shot-on-video people do. So I, I love a lot of the different uh, lighting things that they did in this movie. Did you like that, like, 90s video camera effects uh, shot that they had like they kept having like the I guess like alien vision almost oh yeah the, like, it goes to like almost like a negative sepia type of vision and shit like that yeah yeah with like the the Moog synthesizer playing in the background and, and, making like a <laughs> <laughs> all of the like the alien shots of like the spaceship and everything you're gonna see in this movie are straight out of like Windows 95 it looks exactly like that so that's that's yeah, pretty yeah, much like the extent the, of like the the graphics you're gonna get the the 3D graphics look like when you're playing like that Windows pinball like you first got when you got your first computer that's what it looks like I think like. that's too about good that's... of graphics to be honest with <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, it's okay they're pretty I'll, I'll forgive them this movie's great <laughs> um, there's a lot of funny parts in this with the acting that's something that I gotta say that like the acting is terrible it doesn't take away from the movie like the movie's still very watchable it's very enjoyable like we keep we're not we're not fucking with you right now like dude I if, was really if, surprised if the acting was good I would hate this fucking movie like it's yeah it's yeah the, it's the it, deadpan delivery of everything it's just that oh it's just so weird that it makes it better because the acting is such shit so i think i wouldn't like it if it was like a well uh well acted out film do you want to you want to hear some of the uh, good acting in this <laughs> <laughs> the unbelievable acting here wait here you go do you believe in santa i don't know i used to when i was a kid but i stopped believing is Alan and Bernice like sitting on the couch after setting up all the Christmas presents. You know, that looks like a good idea. Good. I can give you your Christmas present now. Beats don't fail me now. 
Oh my god! And if you saw what Alan looked like, he's got like those like Ted Bundy glasses. Um, he's got a mustache. He's got like almost like a bowl haircut, like Dude, very he, close to it. He's got a mustache that would make Freddie Mercury blush. Man, this thing is <laughs> awesome. So for 1998, this looks very 1992. That's one thing I gotta say. <laughs> yes, it, it feels it feels very much so like early early 90s. The cars, the wardrobe, everything about it. I and it, you know what? Like you said, I think you said this last week. There's a lot of nostalgia in that for me. And you said the same thing. Like this looks like when you were growing up. This is what your house looked like. You were probably around the age of the little girl. I am probably the exact age of that little girl, to be honest with you. And like, dude, we had an Oldsmobile Cutlass, the car that he drives in this in this in this uh, movie. Did you really? We, my family, had that exact car. So we we had a green one. Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) So, um. This movie also isn't like overly gory like a lot of the other shot on video movies that we watch on here, but uh, it really doesn't need it. No, it's this it, film it, it has its parts. It's got some blood and stuff like that, but it's not detailed. Would you in say? Any way. Would you say you could show this to a kid? Yeah, you could definitely show. I could show this to like my nephews who are like you know eight nine years old, and I think they would understand that this is pretty funny. Yeah, it's it's so over the top. Like everything about it. Like right now. We have it on the TV, and the uh, the boss is speaking to Alan, and it's Christmas Eve, and he's working, and uh, Alan just saw a UFO the night before, and he's Google. Well, he's not googling yeah, it. I think he's this is Yahoo, pretty early maybe. for Google. <laughs> I think it might be Yahoo that he's using, <laughs> and uh, and uh, he's searching for UFOs, and his boss walks over and says this to him, Parker. What do aliens have to do with insurance claims anyway? Uh, nothing, sir. That's right, you stupid son of a bitch! <laughs> Get back to work or spend the new year on the unemployment line! Oh, man. Yes, Mr. Hatton. Merry Christmas. I hate Christmas! <laughs> and you're not leaving early either! No problem. I, uh, better get back to work. You asshole. <laughs> you better! Dude, that's like my favorite line from the entire film. You asshole. (laughs) So, like you were saying before, like the bad acting really enhances the movie. Like it really does. That exchange, if that was done by serious actors, like it wouldn't have worked as well. Well, because the writing isn't to that par, you know? So, like, I think if it was serious actors trying to, like, say these lines, you'd be like, wow, this is a really bad movie. So, yeah. This helps. So, this. This movie starts with basically a small flashback of the first movie, right? This is where we first see Derek again, mm-hmm. and uh, he's giving a statement. I guess he's in a mental asylum, right? Yeah, like, I guess that's what it, I it take looks like away he's in like it. an insa- yeah, he's like an insane asylum uh, patient, and he's giving his story basically like Silent Night, Deadly Night two, like a very similar intro, yep. right? Like telling what happened in the first movie, and this kind of sets you up for everything that this is going to be like a little alien type film and we meet our family um alan bernice and the kids (laughs) and kind of the premises from this whole thing too that is kind of underlying in the film is you know you just met the boss that you just heard and you know alan works for this asshole and he's hoping to get the money for christmas and everything and he's kind of stressed out so to kind of have that whole dad on christmas who's you know on the edge kind of thing going on for the whole story but they all end up uh pretty much getting what they deserve right yeah (laughs) well except the boss christmas Uh, I also like the, who is he supposed to be, like an accountant of some sort, stealing the money? Like the cash after like doing the deposit or some shit? Yeah. It's eaten by the... Another, uh, another thing that goes on in the film too is like, you know, you'll see the, uh, the 90, 95, uh, you know, Windows UFO come around and <laughs> they'll deposit these little blood-sucking aliens at all these different locations. So you do get a few different location shots in this film. Like there was a church that we saw here a little bit ago where... Uh, a priest gets, you know, his blood sucked and everything. And that's a pretty cool death scene in the film as well. Which, uh, that basement scene reminded me of like the beyond. Yeah. Very much. Like so. when, uh, when like Joe, the plumbers go into like the hole in the, uh, 
in the in the cement wall. It looked the same. He's it, like looking in, and then he gets attacked though by, uh, from behind. It's a very common <laughs> reoccurrence in horror: the whole hole in the wall in the basement thing. So uh, it's like a Pennsylvania thing. Yeah, it's definitely a Pennsylvania <laughs> thing. <laughs> some some fucking dark hole in the wall in like a dungeon. It's fucking Dutch man. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, you really don't see anything like happen to the priest. Like he starts coughing up blood and shit, but you don't see any of the gore. It's very different from Splatter Farm in that no, the, aspect. The, and, well, I think too because Splatter Farm had somewhat of a budget, and like seriously, Polonia Brothers did it, all of their shit in the early years with nothing. Like they came into yeah. this with like twenty bucks in their pocket and they made a movie. So yeah, yeah, just buying costumes from like the thrift store and yeah, all that shit, you know, using who you know. Yeah, um, really. It, well, it's it's still good. It looks good, man. For it looks authentic. Like it looks like you're watching, uh, you know, something straight out of 1998. Well, yeah, and, and you know that is a you know just a whole thing to go with. How if you know how to set up with good lighting, you know how to set up good camera work, you can still make something that's enjoyable with not a lot of money. So yeah, yeah, you could still get your vision out there. You just gotta try really hard. Yeah. Learn the uh, learn the ropes, man. Ins and outs, know what man. you're doing. Yeah, so uh, we were saying before about, like, the bad acting and all that shit, um, and you were also saying how, like, they deposit the aliens. I like when the two uh, kids see the alien outside, and they're like, what's that? She's like, oh, it's an elf, I think. <laughs> yeah. uh, I actually have the audio there because they play such ominous music after, and, like, the kids are just looking out the window. Like, these two cute little kids are just looking out the window after. But uh, listen to this. What's that? I think it's an elf. <laughs> like fucking elf, noises. Elf. <laughs> I want Santa. It's like that, like, strike right there. Um, to me like these little kids are the funniest thing Uh, the little boy is like fucking just wired the whole movie (laughs) he gives like a line at one point like uh, what's he asking I'm like Alan's asking like oh what are you guys doing or like when's Santa coming or some shit like that Um, let's see maybe this is I might actually have the clip hold on what are you guys doing yeah, that's. I'm making my toy list for Santa. Are you excited? Yes, Daddy. Are you? Then they flash to well, the, Christmas the little is for boy. Kids. Well, Santa can't get here. <laughs> Man, <laughs> how is so you're off to go to bed like early. He's like shaking. Like, where's, where's Santa? Mommy? Gotta get here. Upstairs, wrapping up presents. This is Santa's also a really good present. interaction. Right. Um. Alan goes like, oh, Santa brings you presents. And the little girl goes like, right. Uh-huh. Like real uh, uh, Michelle Tanner type character. Yeah, I love right? that, like, like, you know, Lifetime TV movie music that plays in the background of all these sentimental <laughs> that, moments in this film. It's, yeah. It's very touching. That, like, stock, that stock, like, uh, <laughs> you know, public domain yeah, soundtrack exactly. music. <laughs> Got it from the library from, like, a cassette tape. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was saying uh, that Bernice, the wife, and I don't like to make fun of people, but like she, she's like a real like living potato, like yeah. we were saying. Uh, the acting isn't helping remi- the whole potato thing either because she acts as good as a fucking potato could. She is so stiff in this movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's insane. Like, she sounds like she's reading, like, the paper. Like, j- that's, like, just out of, like... Um, just out of focus like like uh, like fucking mark you know, is holding it on his chest while she's in front of yeah, him yeah <laughs> yeah and she's like reading it like maybe santa will bring me some sanity for christmas <laughs> i love oh, it oh oh i forgot the fart noise the little kid bends over and farts <laughs> they had to add that so in stupid. <laughs> um so this whole movie is basically a family getting ready for christmas uh, the lead up, you know, up to it. They're not really affected until like late Christmas Eve. They do eat the dog rather well, soon. Well, I but... guess, I mean, I think that the main character, Alan, he's kind of affected throughout the whole film in a way because he's the first one that sees the spaceship the night before, you know, so he's having this, is it a dream? Am I really dealing with these fucking alien things thing going on? So I think he kind of has a little bit of it, you know, throughout the movie, but the whole family really comes to a head on Christmas night. Or Christmas yeah, Eve night, so, sorry. 
Yeah, so um, they're basically getting ready for Christmas just as you would, you know, a normal suburban family in, you know, Schittsville, Pennsylvania. United States. <laughs> not that, you know, my parents live in Pennsylvania, yeah, so I'm not hating. Most of our friends live in Pennsylvania. Yeah, my best friends are in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, the, uh, the drive-in that we go to for VHS Fest is in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead shot in Pennsylvania. Nothing but love. <laughs> um, fucking hicks. So... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I love you guys. <laughs> so they're setting up for uh, Christmas, and these little alien feeder things are running around killing the uh, the neighbors. And eventually, Alan and his family are attacked, right? Christmas Eve night. The elves come in the house. The elves, yes. <laughs> and what's funny is everybody gets killed rather easily, but when, like, Alan's family gets attacked, like, they're able to, like fend them off yeah dude uh, pretty effectively with, like that's a serious family. yeah like alan just like fucking throws the one right <laughs> yeah, like everybody else just door. gets mauled by these things and and he's able to like corral it he's like the uh the feeder whisperer he just uh <laughs> the feeder you know, understands them <laughs> so we did fail to mention um, i think before this happens too that the aliens you, you get a shot of santa claus flying through the sky and it's a oh gr- it's a great shot of Santa and his reindeer. I mean, it looks like a toy that you would see at Kmart yeah. from that time period being jangled on a string, you know. <laughs> and then uh, you and, get the uh, aliens come and they knock Santa and his reindeer out of the sky. And when I first thought that Santa was dead when I first seen this scene, you later find out that Santa Claus is in fact not dead. Just the just the elf dies. Just the elf dies. Yeah. Oh yeah, they do. Like, they, they, they murder that elf. I forgot about the elf. Yeah, yeah. He falls off the sled. Yep. Right. He just lands in the snow face down. <laughs> but anytime they had like one of those snow scenes, I don't know if the version you watched had it, but I was able to see like the effect that they used. They didn't blow it up enough, so you saw the edges, like digital artifacts on the side. Yeah. yeah did yeah. you see that also? I thought that was pretty funny. It's like only on only on this stuff. Only <laughs> shot on video, man. <laughs> They got the point across. Uh, that's that's what matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Santa Claus uh, does play a big role in this, and he doesn't really sound like your typical Santa Claus also, right? Dude, this blew my He's, mind. The Santa Claus's yeah. voice. I don't know what the fuck nationality this dude is, but I, I, it's amazing voice work. That's for sure. <laughs> um, Santa like shows up and he's helping Mark out. He disappears and comes back with a ray gun that like kills these aliens. But this is what Santa actually sounds like in this movie. Something the girls have been working on for next Christmas. <laughs> now let's go kick butt. <laughs> What kind of fucking voice is that? Seriously. What the hell is that? Dude, it, it killed me. When I first heard this shit, I laughed so hard. I had to stop the movie just so I could like compose myself of this this dude's voice. It was amazing. I just don't understand. Like what was what was that voice? I, that's not what Santa Claus sounds yeah, who, like. Like, who, like when this dude started doing this voice, how come nobody there was like, yo, time out? Like, why are you, why are you talking like that, dude? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Whose idea was this? So Santa Claus ends up in uh, Alan's house and he basically helps them fend off these little alien monsters. And he's got this ray gun that just basically kills him. This is like the end. Like Santa's like overpowered as fuck in this movie. Um, He even makes a bomb teleport onto the alien ship the mothership yeah blows yeah, that shit yeah. up another thing that's funny with Santa is that he men in blacks uh, Alan <laughs> yeah he, he like, does he like wipes his fucking memory Jesus Christ uh, I when did men in black come out oh that was I mean it might have been it had to be like late 90s 96 97 it had to be some kind of influence like just before there, this so this is the interaction that leads to that. Well, I better be off. Is it too late to save Christmas? Of course not, you moron. <laughs> I'm Santa Claus. All you have to do is And he like just makes him Alan fall asleep and Alan wakes up in his bed and he doesn't know if it's all a dream. Yeah. But before we get 
to that, I just want to talk about the flashbacks again. Um, so we get pretty large clips from the first movie, right? Maybe about 10 minutes worth of footage, yeah, would you say? It's almost around like there a, from- a full sum up of the main you know, meat of the first film. So you pretty much see the first movie when you watch this one. Yeah, so the first movie is what? Two friends go to uh, go to a cabin or camping? They're, right? Yeah, they're just going out, you know, they're going out into the woods to get away for a night. They uh, their, their plan eventually is to go to the beach, you know, scope the babes, as they say in the movie. And <sighs> they end up uh, hitting this guy with their car. And it just leads to this whole, you know, UFO invasion with these same... Aliens look a little bit different in the first movie. I think they almost look a little better in the first movie, to be honest with you. They uh, they cheaped out. I think they blew their budget on the first ones, <laughs> so they couldn't recreate <laughs> them as well. Uh, what I thought was funny is um, that second, like, long, long flashback towards the end of the movie, um, you see... Uh, which one did I say plays the guy from the first movie? John, right? Yeah, plays yeah. The, the evil, the, uh, the evil twin. John. Um, so we get this flashback here. They had gotten him. They had taken him aboard their ship. They had performed scientific experiments on him. He was, he was, he was pretty bad shape. Then I saw another of him at the front door. I was amazed. I was astounded. I, I had no idea what I was seeing. So they're basically explaining that Derek from they the must have, of the movies. Like they must have made a duplicate of him. They must have why he's there now. Made a clone of him. I thought. I thought I had killed the alien. I thought I had killed the duplicate. That's part of the goriest scene in this film. Yeah. Didn't turn out that way. And that's from the first one. I ended right? up killing my friend. They were here to conquer the earth. They were here to use us as food. So basically he's saying that these aliens have the ability to clone people and he thought he was killing the clone and he killed his friend instead. And that's why he's locked up now, right? Yeah, which is, uh, which is weird because then if like, you know, if that's if I'm supposed to believe that that first movie is tied to this one, then is is Alan a clone? From- is, yeah, is he evil? Evil John? Yeah, from the first movie. But, so, but, I mean, that's another thing too. Like I said, the the wife is in the first movie as well. Um, she gets killed. She returns in this. So, I, there's a little bit of continuity things that I'm a little confused about between the two. But uh, it doesn't ruin the movie for me at all. I think he he's a completely different person. Yeah, I think that. Uh, I think the whole family he's, is separate he's like a, from that. Yeah, because he's like a good guy, so he's not gonna. And there's no hint you know, of the of that you know happening. Any in this nefarious film. shit. Yeah, clone. why would they? Att- why would they attack him right. if he was a bad clone? You know, for sure. Um, uh, it's it's actually uh, pretty good to see at the end of the movie. Uh, they like close that whole little arc inside of the film, where a lot of times they just leave it open ended and you don't really know what happened with that guy, like why he's there. You yeah, know what I mean? For sure. Like they explain they explain everything, and I kind of wouldn't. I kind of enjoy that. Which is like <laughs> a lot of these, and, and compared to last week, you know, with Zombie Rampage, the story was so crazy, and it made no sense. Where I really enjoyed this because it had a great story that I could understand. It it wrapped up all the loose ends that I kind of wanted to know. You know, besides flowed, those few it, you know misunderstandings from the first one to the second one, I, it's a great start to finish. I could understand this without seeing the first one. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. And also, you know. It doesn't drag. There's no like real slow points to the movie. It's entertaining throughout. It's good. Absolutely, it's, it gets it gets super ridiculous. Dude, uh, it hits that Christmas half. funny bone, man. You feel like it's Christmas when you're watching this movie. They they really nail that uh, season. You know, throughout the whole entire thing, they keep giving you those B shots of different. You know, even there's a scene of the kids just watching the cartoon and they're falling asleep and everything. It 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 really feels nostalgic. So. Would you say that the first film was more serious than this one? Like, uh, oh man, I don't. Yeah, I guess. It, yeah, I guess a little in a bit way, more, it'd serious? Be more serious because there was less goofiness as far as you know the story goes. There's not a, a ridiculous goddamn Santa Claus with a laser gun, you know. <laughs> so I guess in yeah, that sense, yeah, yeah it's, it's more serious. Um. So let's talk about the very end of this film. So Alan wakes up, right? 
and it's Christmas morning and they're downstairs opening gifts and there's one more gift left and it's for Alan. He's looking at the box. Yeah, doesn't know where it came from. What's in it? A fucking alien. Yeah. Ju- it pops out like a fucking jack in the box. It got me, dude. I thought it was going to be like, you know, some bullshit from Santa Claus. You know, he so saved the day and he was going to oh, give man. you know, Alan this nice gift and everything. And, you know, they pulled nope. a chest burster out of the other uh, present on you. I loved that. I thought that was awesome. And it ends and it kicks to that yeah. music that they were playing in yeah, the beginning. It, it's a great ending. I, I love, I've always loved that in horror movies where you, I hate happy endings. I think horror movies with happy endings fucking suck. So I love the, uh, that final boom, big scare to the credits. I, I'm always a fan of that. Well, that's something that I always think is like very unrealistic about a lot of horror movies. And you see less of it in shot on video. Um, you know, the good guys winning. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, well it's like, bullshit. how do you invest in this when you know that they're going to win? You know, that they're not going to die. Like, you know, you know, so-and-so will live in all the Halloween movies. Like, you're not shocked. Yeah. Oh, she's a franchise um, character. You know, we got to make money off of that shit. I, I hate that whole yeah. concept. So I like, you know, in the abomination, you have fucking... You see, like, the thing lived on through who the doctor, whoever the guy is that walks through uh, the door at the end. Like, you see it lives on. It's like, I love that shit. Like, that real, like, you know. Yeah, some some of my favorite films are the ones where, like, you you know, you you get into it, you start developing, you know, a relationship with a character, and they kill that character off unexpectedly. You know, you think this is going to be a main character, and then that person dies. I, I love that shit. I love that twist. So... What would you say is the best movie that's that's done that? Where you were just like, what? Oh, man. I, I Honestly, I couldn't think of one off the top of my head right now. You're put, I feel like there's the one. I feel like there's one that's like really obvious and I can't I can't like think of it. <laughs> well, I mean, they do that in a lot of Friday the 13th movies. You know, I think like they do that. I, I think the most iconic one is the original Friday the 13th. You know, with the, the first kill there, you know, you think she's going to be a main character throughout that film. And then she gets, you know, gutted on that tree. And that that's somebody that I always thought was going to be somebody that was going to be th- with me through the whole film. I, I really like when they do things that are unexpected. Do you see the scene that's on the uh, TV right now? I'll run through the like, uh, where like it's like almost like a sepia tone shot. It reminds of... me of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Dude, it reminds me of um, the like when Barbara goes to the farmhouse in Night of the Living Dead, like that house in the woods. Yep. Like, and it's shot in a very it's it's close to that area too. I think I think like it's geographically close to where they film that. Um, I like this is very Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's what I'm saying. This whole flashback scene, I, I really got that kind of that. Vibe. I think it's the color too. It's uh that whole Texas chainsaw was that kind of sepia, kind of dirty color. Washed out. So. And uh, so what I was referring to is they find like a dead body in a car and it looks super like dried out and like just fucking like weird. It's had the blood know, sucked crazy out of it. Looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like the uh, the corpse that they find on the uh, on like the monument in the beginning of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, yeah. Like the one that's like strung up. It looks like that. Um, but yeah, this this movie highly recommended. Feeders too. Uh, do you want to give your final thoughts and uh, and a rating on this one? So I got to be real. I went into this week thinking like, oh cool, you know, here's a movie that me and Mike can watch and that we can really just kind of shit on. You know, me and you come in here. You know, since I've been a part of it, we've done a couple movies where I, I've really enjoyed them. So I don't want it to be where you know, hey, I love every fucking movie we're doing. But I couldn't hate this film. This movie was so no. enjoyable. It it really hit that holiday feel for me. The the acting is is horrible, obviously, but it's fun to watch. I, I, I give this movie I give this movie five stars, man. <laughs> I will come back to this every year, especially now that I own it. I think both of these films will be uh will be a tradition. Yeah, let's like let's let's state here that this movie he enjoyed this movie enough to purchase it. Yeah, I immediately and watched the first it. one, and he watched the first one. Yeah. 
So that's a highly recommended movie, I would say. You could probably, you, it's on YouTube. If you could find it where you could buy it and actually, you know, maybe get these this guy some money still, like that, uh, that's probably the more preferred way. Or find the VHS uh, tape and make some, let somebody else make some money. But uh, yeah, I agree with them. This is awesome. Hits hits you right in the uh, nostalgia balls, <laughs> and yeah. uh, <laughs> um, it's got a little bit of everything. The flashbacks are cool. Uh, the aliens are funny, and it's funny in like a good way. Um, yeah, I I say five out of five. Highly recommended. And honestly, we, we, we came into this week thinking that we were going to bash this movie. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've seen this tape, you know, around now for a long time. It always looks so stupid that I never gave it any credit. I overlooked it and, and I'm a dummy. I like I said, I went and bought a copy immediately. I have to own this movie. It's great. I, I bought this because it looked ridiculous and I purposely didn't watch it. I've had it for like maybe a month and a half. I bought it like way in advance and uh, I, I thought it was going to be a piece of shit, like you said, and it was not. <laughs> Surprisingly, uh, it's it's really good. Merry Look, fucking this Christmas. This is the only gory part. You're right. Uh, Merry Christmas, feeders, <laughs> too. But let's read the back of the box first and see, uh, see how it really is. Uh, well, how the back of the box stacks up to the movie. The invasion continues as a family's Christmas holidays turn into a nightmare gone wild when the bug-eyed Martians return to wreak havoc on planet Earth. No one is safe from the deadly invaders. Not the local pastor, household pets, holiday shoppers, or Santa Claus himself. Young and old alike are drawn into the Yuletide terror. It's a battle of wills and survival on everyone's favorite night of the year. So check your stockings, say your prayers, and hope St. Nick makes it here. Season's greetings and happy feeding. This is a sci-fi adventure you won't want to miss. Nailed it. Even the back of the yeah, box is that's good. that's my favorite back of the box we've done so far. <laughs> that's great. Uh, season's greetings and happy feeding. You like that? I love that. That's perfect. Yeah, so Feeders 2. Uh, go find it. Go watch it. You're probably going to like it more than any movie we watch, maybe besides Zombie Nightmare. <laughs> yeah. uh, but this is way more holiday-themed. This is something that you can watch maybe with your kids. Yeah, watch, Actually, it, maybe. watch this one soon because, like I said, it's, it's Christmas through and through. It's awesome. Buy the tape. Buy the tape, yeah. Buy it. Buy it, get it. All right, so let's uh, hit Jake and see what we're going to do. For our New Year's spectacular. But you see, the deal is, man, you gotta step up and spin that wheel. Once you spin it, where it stops, that's what you and I are gonna do. And what happens? Well, we both go in the ring. One man comes out. The other? <laughs> well, no. Okay, so we are back to the wheel. You will know what we are doing next week. <laughs> no surprises. I don't know if, yeah, I don't, I don't know if people like the surprise or not. They may be disappointed, but uh, I hope they're not. <laughs> I was. I hope fuck. I really. No, no, dude, I, I'm not gonna steer you wrong, man. We're gonna, <laughs> we're steering the ship in the right direction right now. <laughs> so uh, let's spin this wheel and see what we're gonna watch uh, for our last film of the year. So, five, four, three, two, one. All right. Wow, you're gonna you're gonna love this, and uh, I think people are gonna be super shocked. Wait. <laughs> uh, we are gonna be doing 1987's video violence. I am uh, so excited about doing this. One of your favorite movies, right? Yeah, Howard and Eli? For sure. Yeah, yeah. We both own this, right? You have the slip and the big box. I you have got the both. big box. Uh, so yeah, do I. I uh, recent recent acquisition for me. A 2019 acquisition. Uh, After I bought probably the second your, one. Probably, I think, your best acquisition of the year as far as movies go because the movie is so fucking good, man. This is the pinnacle of shot on video, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This is my favorite shot on video movie for sure. So. 
let me roll the trailer with that uh, extremely good camp video, uh, that song that they play with all their trailers before the movies. Uh, yeah, so let me uh, let me hit that, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about video violence. What is this time, Mr. Emery? Another act of video violence? <laughs> this morning we found a tape in our Dropbox. It was a tape of a murder. Shot on video. This town has a strange preoccupation with violence. The only thing we seem to rent are gory horror movies. The big thing to do on Saturday night is sit in front of the tube and watch people getting killed. You lay off them monster movies for a while. You stick with the kitty stuff. Video violence um, filmed in New Jersey, I believe, right? Yep, New Jersey. I'm almost positive. They, they, the Northeast and shot on video. Dude, Quite a. Uh, how we get down up here, man. Doing it. Down doing and dirty. It. Who's that? Ga- Gary Cohen, right? Written and directed. Yes, sir. Um, this one, like you say, is probably the shot on video film that you would show somebody that's new to the genre. This is like the. Easing into it, the it's, best it's, that it's you're palatable. gonna see. Yeah, you can uh, you can watch this without being too confused or too turned off by the poor quality. So, yeah, this is like the height of uh, camp video, right? Like where they still like they they were making good shit. Yeah, we're in. Uh, this is my opinion. You know, camp's best release. So, but. what other? Let's say. It's not better than... Well, I like Slime City Slime a City is, is definitely up there for me as well. Um, you know, Evil um, Spawn is Death, great as well. Death Row Diner, pretty good. Not not on... I don't think it's on the level of these. No, I think that's on same the thing tier, with but like, it's watchable. Uh, gourmet Zombie Chefs from Hell. Not on the same level. Great cover. Don't get me wrong. Probably the like one of the best covers in VHS art history, but kind of a snoozer of a film, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, video violence too. I like it just as I much as it. the first one. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then like the other camp stuff is mostly like re-releases of older films, right? Like Thrill Killers, fucking Rat Fink um, and Boo Boo. Oh, uh, uh, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Oh yeah, that is probably you know the third as far as like you know. Oh, there's probably like four of my favorites right there. You know, Chainsaw Hookers, yeah. Video Violence One and Two, and uh, Slime City. Those are all fantastic films. I've never seen um, what's it called, Evil Spawn. Oh, it's really good. Never. It's definitely one you want to put on your list. It's hard to crack, you know, crack um, down. So if you're kind yeah, of some a of this stuff stingy person like I am, and you don't want to watch anything unless it's on VHS for the first time, you know, you're gonna you're gonna have a hard time finding that movie. I just almost uh, unplugged my headphones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know Dis- if you heard that. Disaster. Averted. <laughs> Did you watch any uh, yeah, uh, that... cool shit this week? Uh, I actually... You know what? I found a couple things this week, and I watched a couple things this week. Uh, please um, tell. Yesterday, yesterday was a pretty good thrift day for me, my man. Thrifting? Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. I found uh, another Just Before Dawn Paragon Ooh, release. All right. Uh, I already have like a mint copy though, so this one's going in the trade pile. So get at me, <laughs> uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hype. You ever see that? No, Paragon that's, release. That's a Paragon as well. Nice. Yep. Uh, a sealed Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, Star Maker. Hey, uh, that's my lady. I have that, so I'll tra- yeah, I'll trade that. Or if you want it, do you want that? Yeah, sealed. You, you know, Factory Elvira, sealed, man. You know, I'll take it. I'll send that up to you. All right, and all right. uh, I got a Danzig tape oh, the I, one that got yeah, me a cop i got a copyright fucking flag from glenn danzig once i, I seen that this. you got that that's pretty cool yeah yeah and then the uh the best one of yesterday uh trick or treats 
Not oh. trick or treat. Trick or treats. The expensive one. Yeah, with the fucking bag <laughs> on the cover and shit. The... Yep. Yep. It's a little torn up, but I don't have it, and I'm glad to have it. Hell yeah. That so what'd you watch, man? Anything decent? Uh, let's see. This week, I watched um, Terrorize. You ever see that That's one? That's the, uh, yeah, the AIP film there, right? Is that what yep, that out? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, surprisingly, fucking awesome. I hear that a lot. Seriously. I haven't seen it, and I, I had a copy that I could have had, too, and I, I let it go. So I'm kind of kicking myself for not watching it first. I also watched uh, Halloween Night this week. So good. Uh, that's a good, yeah, a.k.a. Hack lantern So good. Um, yeah, I prefer the Halloween Night, so, you know, whatever. Uh, I feel like I watched one more thing, but I can't really. I watched Zombie again. Of course but that's because I got. Yeah. That's because I got a new Laserdisc player to upgrade from my old one. Oh, nice. So you watched <laughs> the Laserdisc of Zombie. Yeah, yeah. I watched the Magnum Laserdisc Dude. because I'm that much of a fucking weirdo. That's fantastic. Uh, what about man. you? Uh, like I said, I picked up a shit ton of Polonia Brothers stuff after uh, I watched this and fell in love with it. Um, kind of holding off, seeing hopefully uh, some of the family got my, my VHS hints for Christmas, but I, I doubt that. <laughs> um, as far as things that I watched, oh, I watched a couple really cool movies, uh, one being The Last Season. That's a Scimitar release, and that's like an 80s uh, shot-on-video revenge film that uh, I highly recommend people check out. It's about this guy and a girl. Uh, the guy gets his dog killed by these hunters, and the dude is just like, out for revenge stalking these hunters through the woods really fun uh like i said another shot on video and then on, on rewatch for me because i can't get enough of this film and i picked up recently is the film killer uh and that is on electro video starring uh, mr duke ernsberger and this dude plays <laughs> one of the best serial killers i've ever seen um find that movie it. and watch that shit it is so good I've never seen that. Dude, you, you, <laughs> you got to check this out. Oh, another one that I watched this week was uh, Dead In Again on Spectrum Video. That's just a hokey, ridiculous mess. So I think that's something that maybe we'll get into later this year as well. Both of these films yeah, we're gonna... should be on the list. Oh, they're, yeah. They're great. So we're, we're really stocking up for the year. Oh, we're going to have some pretty interesting shit on here. I know. Me and Mike can't <laughs> stop like sending each other, oh, we got to do this film. We got to do this film. So we're going to have to like limit ourselves on the ridiculousness here and try to get some direction going for you guys. And I do have the tape that I received in the mail uh, that we were alluding to last week, the Videatrics oh. uh, Toxic Zombies. So... Are we the only podcast where both of us own that film? Uh, it might be the case now, man. That's that release, be... the good release. <laughs> I am so excited about doing that too. It's and like April. I'm I actually, I'm just more happy that you have a copy of that because I know that's something that you've been like after since I have first met you this past year. And like, it's gone back and forth about trying to get a copy of that. So for you to have it is a Merry Christmas in my eyes. It's, yeah. It's, that was the Christmas miracle. It just was. so happened to come at the right time. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, where could they find you on the internet? You can uh, hop over on Instagram and you could find me at Kane underscore enabler. You can, uh, Send me all of your fun ideas for movies that you'd like to see and tell me how much uh, you're enjoying the podcast. Yeah, yeah. The weirder, the better. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video on Instagram, or you can find all of our stuff on our website, www.badtastevideo.com. Uh, it'll link you to our iTunes, our SoundCloud, our everything. Yeah, Pretty our much everything we have. Our Twitter. Twitter back up and running now, so you guys can expect yeah, some new follow posts us. on there. Um. Yeah, please uh, rate us five stars. It really helps us out. Share us a little bit. Let us, you know, let people know that we're out there. We're doing this for you. We're trying to find those hidden gems, right? The diamonds in the rough. The, the rough. <laughs> <laughs> how many? How many times can you watch fucking? You know, Friday part fucking six. Not at Jason all. Jason lives. I will not watch yeah, that we, movie. <laughs> we're we're gonna try to we're gonna try to deviate from a lot of other things that are out there right now. So please uh, stay with us. <laughs> you won't regret it. And a lot of the tapes that we watch aren't that expensive. <laughs> yes, a lot of the stuff that we've been getting into lately is some shit that most people don't give a fuck about. So yeah, yeah. So you could find this stuff super cheap on eBay or you know at your local thrift store and we'll just kind of tell you what to find <laughs> you just kind of know what to look for right 
Dead Alive Productions. Keep a list, York man. Check it twice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> give us give us your Tempe video releases. All of them. <laughs> yeah, trade me uh, Robot Ninja. I need it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, we'll uh, see you next week for our last show of the year. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry right? Christmas, everybody. Uh, we'll, we'll come back extra strong in... Uh, next week with Anthony. <laughs> uh, we'll see you later. Hi, hon. I finally finished. Is that everything? Yeah, there's some more gifts in the basement, but I'll get them later. Why are you so tired? Something woke me up last night. Something strange. Well, what was it? Bright lights in the sky. Maybe you were dreaming. No. No. It was too surreal to be a dream. But too unreal to be believable. I think you've been drinking too much eggnog. <laughs>